Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, AudioMac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Romantic Truth Podcast. Please be advised that the content of this show is for mature audiences 18 and over due to the topics discussed. Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantic truth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantic truth. Now, here is your host Jawson. Your Romantic Truth Las Vegas. I hope everyone is doing well today, as usual. Always wish you well. Folks, we're going to talk about 25 of the worst places to go on a date. Now, I posted the article that's derived from on facebook.com backslash romantic truth. And you can read along yourself. And um, let's hop to it. Because I have my take on these. And I'm not using any of their takes on that. I mean, it would complement what I'm talking about. I have tried many of these and I agree with them 100%. A lot of these don't work on the first date. The first one is aquariums. Now, as you know, in Southern California, we don't necessarily have an aquarium per se, but I did take a first date out to SeaWorld. And I took another lady out to Marine Land, you know, where they have the, um, you know, killer whales, dolphins, and everything do their shows. And what you will realize, if you take a person on a first date to an event or an attraction where there's very little contact, one-on-one intimacy, you're going to find that you spent money in vain. Your first date should be one of the most intimate dates you will have. Something that's kind of low-key, the two of you. And then from there, you could expand later on in other dates into other venues after establishing some of the work that needs to be done in the initial stages. Now, aquarium dates, one of the main reasons why I would not suggest this. It has to do a lot with guess who's going to be there? Children. And you're going to have a lot of distractions. You're going to be tempered on the subject matter you could talk about to a certain degree. And you're going to be dealing with a lot of noises, babies crying, that kind of thing. The show's going to be great, more than likely. I think Marineland is out. I think the only one is SeaWorld that's left. Down in San Diego. Marineland used to be in Rancho Palos Verdes. So what this means now, simply put, is that by dealing with something like this, those of you in Atlanta probably go on a date down at the aquarium there. 
And I think they have another aquarium in San Antonio, if I'm correct. But here's the thing. You're going to have a lot of people. It's going to be busy. And you need some time with you, the two of you could talk. We're talking just the first date. Not where it's going to be. This is a bad place to go overall. You go somewhere like this after you've gotten to know each other a little bit better. We can have some fun. Now, also for some people, it may be a little bit sophomoric. In the sense that it may be something that resembles something you did as a kid. Now, another thing you will find is that in some of these venues, you may have a partner that will revert back to their childhood because they might not have had one. So they'll be more involved with the events and the things there. Yes, they'll have fun on that first date. But for the most part, it will have little substance and you probably wouldn't know more about that person besides they like um, maybe going on a certain ride or something like that. And it's going to lengthen the time to get to know them. The other thing to keep in mind is this. Once you start paying pretty good money, especially on the first date, you're setting in expectations whether you know it or not. You're setting an expectation. Just keep that in mind. The second one, ice skating or roller skating ring. Now, it's okay to meet someone at either this venue or even an aquarium, but not to go on your first date there. Happenstance, you could do in all of these locations I'm about to talk to you about. But the thing is, when it comes down to actually meeting someone and going on a date with them, these venues are not good for first dates. Now, interesting factoid about the skating thing. In North Korea, this is the only interaction men and women have socially in public. They're not allowed to kiss. They can hold hands together. They can roller skate. That's a date over there. Because they have to abide by their leader. Meaning they have to have the regulation haircuts, both men and women. The women are required to wear certain attire that's appropriate. So is the man. And of course, unfortunately, women are put at a very, very low level in North Korea. I mean extremely low. This is a good date in order to get close to each other. It may not be a good first date because of people falling, people running into you. Again, you have a lot of ambient things happen around. And you'll spend less time now. You may spend more time caressing each other, hugging each other. After you've gotten to know each other a little bit better, then it's okay. Now... In the article, I believe they were talking about things such as uh, you could be shown up or you could show your partner up on the skating rink. Well, maybe so. Or else both of you could sit around and bust your asses. Like I did at Billy Barty's uh, roller skating rink up there in um, the rink up there in um, Fullerton, California. And also at Flippers, where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I believe, had invested 
over there off of Santa Monica Boulevard. It used to be a roller skating ring called Flippers. That was a long time ago. And as I told you fellas, weddings are absolutely out of the question. Usually a woman will suggest a wedding for a first date. Now, keep in mind a few things here. If she suggests a wedding as your first date, I mean, not you getting married, but you guys going to a wedding, implications are she's going to pretty much tell you this is where we're headed. Now, this is where you would have to watch the introduction that she would get, give you if you happen to venture into one of these situations. The title she gives you when introducing you to people, make a mental note. She may invite you, may tell you, may tell her friends that you are her fiance. May tell other adults, you know, people that are older rather, seniors, that you are just a friend. And then to other people she wants to show out in front of, you're her boyfriend. So there may be a mix. Watch for that. Now what that is is a red flag for you. Because what that means is that it's all about her getting a man and showing him off. Having a plus one at the wedding. You're just a caricature for the most part. And more than likely, she's not going to spend much time with you. She's going to spend more time with the bride, the people she knows. And she'll be bringing people over to introduce you to. Again, watch the title. And also, don't be surprised if she comes in with a backstory about you that may not be true. She may say that you guys have been dating for six months or a year. And she's been keeping you under wraps. When in actuality, you just met only about two or three weeks ago. And beware of being put on the spot with questions by these friends, family members, and so forth. Because they're going to test you. If you're honest with them, more than likely you're going to lose the girl. She's going to be on your case about it. Well, why don't you just go along with my lead? That kind of thing. Be careful with that. Usually, a woman is trying to show up somebody else at the wedding. It's not about you. It's about her there. Most women won't take you to a wedding on a first date. Memory lane. Taking someone to a place where you and your ex used to go. Don't do that. Best way in the world get, to get busted like I did one time at a restaurant. Took the lady in there, knew the waitress personally, knew the maitre d', and the waitress fucked around and called her the other lady's name that I had taken there before. And she had caught herself. And that was okay. She was feeling guilty about it. It was my fault for taking her to that venue. So you're going to have to kind of watch that. Now also keep in mind, she may suggest a place where she used to go. And then they may play her favorite music. 
and she'll give you a litany of what the songs meant to them. See, with some women, they remember relationships by music. They know where they were, they know who they were in love with, they know all of this. And so you may be dealing with a stroll down memory lane that you really don't want to go down, but she's going to take you there. The other is birthdays. She's inviting you to her birthday party. Or a friend's birthday party. There's going to be, just like at a wedding, there's going to be very little interaction between the two of you. Most of it is going to be consumed with friends. Again, watch the introductions, watch the titles that you're given. And at these venues, both at weddings and birthdays, sometimes you may find some revelations about your partner that you probably weren't prepared for. Maybe one of the friends may give up something that the partner's embarrassed about. You never know. Keep your ears open. This also goes for graduation celebrations and parties. Same dynamic. Arcades. Arcades, casinos are bad deals starting out on the first day, especially the latter. You don't know how obsessive the person may be or something like that. And again, that's a distraction. And it's going to interfere with any kind of communications the two of you may have. You can be distracted by her playing the game or pulling the handle on the slot machine. And fellas, let me tell you something about casinos as an aside. If you go in there trying to be a big shot and pour in endless money into this woman, whatever you've thrown away at that casino, she may think that you could throw that away in general. Please remember that. I know some of you are going to probably go out to the casino or whatever and do whatever the hell you want. You're going to be defiant. Okay, it's you. It's your money. I can't stop you. I'm not going to try. I'm not even going to try to persuade you. Not go. But one thing I would tell you, at least do this. Maybe get some small bills like maybe fives or tens. Maybe break a hundred dollar bill. Get them broken down a bit. If you're going to do it, give her about $40. If you're going to do that, I personally wouldn't do it. I personally wouldn't take her to a casino on the first day. Nope, no way in hell. Unless she was a local here in Vegas and already, one, did not have a gambling problem. Two, could go to a Starbucks in any one of these casinos and not necessarily levitate to a slot machine or whatever unless she was going to spend her money and then if there you could probably share if you want personally I don't think it's a good venue I just wouldn't do it but it's up to you a zoo well there's a lot of things going on at the zoo one thing Vegas doesn't have one well I take that back 
you go on the strip late, late at night or go downtown late at night, you do see a zoo. People are the inhabitants of it. However, though, in places like Los Angeles, San Diego, you'll probably find yourself around a whole bunch of crowds. Again, dealing with a whole bunch of people, not really having any time to each other. And not to mention the different odors you'll smell. And by the way, if you go down to the San Diego Zoo, you got to watch out for that monkey exhibit because there's a couple of monkeys in there that shit in their hands and they throw it at you. Be careful. Just telling you. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're jealous because they didn't evolve into humans. You never know. Union contract was up or something. But that's just to keep in mind. Now, shooting range. There was one of you that wrote in about... Lady did. Her first date consisted of this man taking her squirrel hunting. And he was a novice. But he thought it was a great idea. Didn't tell her until he picked her up. Told her he had a surprise for her. Well, they live in an urban area on the East Coast. And of course, she was very, very fond of animals. So it ruined the moment for her. And she went along with it. Fortunately, he didn't kill anything. And he was wondering why he didn't get a second date. Fellas, don't take a chance. Possibility of an accident. You already have the weapons there. It's hard enough to dodge these mass shootings in general. And the last thing you need is to be in a situation where you got people with guns. You don't know what they're thinking about. Not a good venue. Not a good idea. The other thing. The beach. I don't recommend a beach date on a first date. And the reason for that, one, is going to be hot as hell. Two, the woman may have certain um, views about her body. Three, she may feel a bit uncomfortable with other women walking around in two-piece bikinis or G-strings or whatever. And your eyes are trying not to wander. It was a couple of dates, a few dates before Monica and I started going to the beach. And when a woman would walk by and she'd have only a two-piece bikini on, a thong or whatever, she'd make it a point to turn my head towards the woman and say, oh God, you know, she's beautiful. She's got this, she's got tan lines, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like trying to turn my head back and she's still holding it there. And I'm like, well, you have tan lines and and the rest. She says, I know. She said, but I want you to think of her when you're with me. I said, why is that? That's crazy. She said, just to get the urge out. Thought it was the weirdest concept. Never understood it, but that was her. Now, carnivals, state fairs, a no-no. You're going to spend a hell of a lot lot of time walking. You're going to be tired. It's just not, not a good thing. And then taking in it all at one time, taking it all in, I should say, it may be a little bit too much, a little bit too overwhelming. Like I said, you want something that's 
low-key and intimate that doesn't involve all of that. Amusement parks. Again, I've already told you. Another distraction. Amusement parks are expensive. Trying to go to Disneyland, you're talking about shelling out at least six, seven hundred dollars. So you don't even know if you like the person yet. Why are you gonna shell out that kind of money? The other thing. Museums. Now, here is the thing. If you're gonna to go to a museum, fellas, let her suggest it, not you. Just let her suggest that if she wants to go to a museum. Now, keep a few things in mind. Most museums don't have good food. If you guys decide to get a bite to eat or something like that. They have like maybe some kind of stand. Some may have a restaurant inside, but most don't. As far as a full-fledged restaurant. It may work for you. may not. But usually she'll probably be preoccupied looking at the exhibits and talking about certain things that's not pertaining to the two of you. When you guys get into a relationship, you'll have plenty of time, more than enough time, to talk about museum exhibits and all these other things, or to spend that time where you can really enjoy the moment together. But right now, you're trying to find, about, find out about each other. Now, let's carry on here. The next one. Believe it or not, crowd dates are dates with multiple friends. Now, this is what a lot of the Gen Z young ladies are preferring now. There's a big downside to this that they're going to learn that I already know from experiencing this years ago when it was popular. It's coming back again. Because most of the dating practices are just recycled. It's when a whole group of friends go out to a restaurant, like we used to go to Perino's, or we'd go over to um, uh, Yamashira's or somewhere in Los Angeles. And here's the thing. You have to watch what you're charging and what you're paying for. Please establish early if you're going to have separate tabs, who's covering who, get that all straightened out when you get there. There was a situation in Atlanta where they had something similar to this and they had gone to this restaurant because it was this lady's birthday. Red flag, it was her birthday. Second red flag, a group of people. Well, she and her girlfriends ran up a $4,600 bill. And she came back saying that she wanted to split it. Being that it was her birthday, she felt as though the people that were not her on her birthday should split the bill. Out of gratitude. Now, mind you, some of these people have probably bought gifts. That kind of thing. And so you want to make sure you have crystal clarity on this before you get involved. I've seen this go left so many times. And I'll tell you something else too to watch. 
that individual that's trying to be the big shot that says they're going to put it on their credit card and they do so and they come back and they tell everybody what their portion of the bill is that's owed no thank you if you say you're going to cover everybody that means you're covering everybody now out of courtesy some people will ask to pay gratuity fellas if you get caught up in this watch the guy who's trying to be the big shot because he's probably going to roll it back on the guys to help him pay the bill because he probably can't afford it or he doesn't feel as though he should pay for everybody but he wanted to be seen he wanted to make a big splash and a big impression that's not your job to cover his own insecurities he puts his neck out there let his head get chopped off I'm just telling a lot of you guys already know what I always tell you if you're going to leave your card at the bar which I don't recommend make sure the bartender and your waitress knows or waiter knows that your approval is needed before anything's ordered I've seen so many guys get screwed this way goes out with a date with the woman and she exits to go to the ladies room and she comes back and then magically all these women show up at his table and then she's introducing all of them and he's happy because he's got all these women and got all the attention all these guys looking at him saying damn you know homeboy got it going on he got all those women but other women already know he's paying the price he's paying the play and of course to be the big shot he goes and has his card at the bar and then those friends start to creep in and start ordering drinks and putting it on his tab and at the end of the night he looks up and he says damn really but he doesn't want to be the jerk to go to the women and say hey you owe me this or you owe me that or you gotta take this out you gotta pay for your own drink because then they'll shame him and you see a lot of gamma males do this and a gamma male is a guy that doesn't really have a charisma for women for the most part but he knows how to spend money in order to keep their attention doesn't have a personality doesn't have a panache or the style these guys get used all the time they want to be an alpha male so bad but they can't they try to buy their way in alright let's go on here double dates I do not recommend double dates on several levels. Let me tell you what happened one time I went on a double date. A friend of mine had this girl and there was another lady who was her friend who was from out of town. And he wanted me to meet this woman. And we were going to go out so we did we went out to Gladstones out, right off PCH the four of us what I didn't know at the time was that his woman had a crush on me and so when old boy went to the men's room she took off her shoes and took her feet and started 
rubbing my shoe with both of her feet. Asking me how does that feel? Now the lady that I was supposed to be trying to get with, she was kind of conservative. And she just observed. We had no chemistry, to say the least. This woman was as stiff as a rock. So my boy comes back, and by this time she's moved her feet and put them back in her shoes. And the lady that I was supposed to be going out with, she just cut her eyes at me and then cut her eyes at her and just shook her head. I think she spoke about four words the whole night. The problem is, another date on your date could be a buzzkill big time. You don't want to do that. If you can avoid it, do not do a double date on the first date. And another uh, kind of dating configuration that doesn't work so well either, a friend of mine who did this, she brought her mom with her mom's boyfriend on their date. And it was an interrogation session the whole time. You don't have to reach that far, fellas. You really don't. It should be the two of you only. And one other thing. If you go on a first date, unless you're going on a dog walking date or something like that where both of you have pets or she's walking the dog or whatever and you guys have already talked about it, Please, whatever you do, if she didn't mention bringing her dog on a date, but now she has, and she's obsessed, and that's the only conversation you're going to have, probably be best for you not to go on that date. Same thing with children. If she can't get a babysitter, that's not your problem. You're taking her out trying to get to know her. So if she hits you up with, well, I guess we can't go anywhere. We're going to have to probably stay at my place because I don't have a babysitter. Well, while we're making all these plans, you didn't kind of plan for a babysitter? Or... So just keep that in mind. Because I fucked around one time and took a lady out with her kids. She had five. Fine-ass woman, too. But I knew... In the beginning, it wasn't really going to work out that well. She had two of her own. The others were dumped on her by other family members. Her sister didn't want to deal with her too. And there was another cousin that didn't want to deal with her child. But they were preoccupied with their men, trying to keep them. So I said, well, since this is laid on me because there was no plans for the kids to be on the date with us, I decided I'm going to cheap and take their little asses to McDonald's, give them a Happy Meal. That was the first time I ever spent $95 at McDonald's. Them little motherfuckers ate everything you can imagine. They wanted triple shakes. They wanted all kind of shit. And that damn Happy Meal. They were ordering 
uh, damn, not whoppers, but them damn, um, whatchamacallit, quarter pounders. They were ordering damn Big Macs. I was like, damn. And she was like, well, I'm sorry, I didn't, I know it's in there. I said, no, I said, I signed up for this. And then what I realized was that she's a very sweet person, but she was so accustomed to being used by family, I couldn't be another utensil for them to use me. And I'll never forget, it was about a year before she passed away. She called me up crying and told me, you know, I feel so bad because now I'm sick and I'm dying. And I never really had a chance to live for myself. I was living for everybody else. The dumping ground for everybody else's stuff. And she was right. Because I pointed that out that night. And we didn't go out anymore. Concerts. Concerts are too damn loud. You're going to be yelling at each other the whole night. People are going to be bumping into you. You're not going to really talk to each other until you're going to the concert or coming from it. And then you got to deal with the problems associated with people if they have a little bit too much to drink. And God help you, if you guys try to go to concession stand, it takes forever in order to get anything. Waste of time on the first date. You wait until you guys have got your relationship established before you do something like that. Makes it a lot easier. Movie theater. Now, I'm going to put porn shop in there as well. Yes, I've gone to a porn shop on a first date. A lady wanted to go on the first date. She had a porn collection you wouldn't believe. And I thought it was kind of interesting because I thought, well, if she's suggestive like this, then maybe. And then she said, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be a long time before we have sex. I'm like, oh, shit. Really? She was doing it for her own masturbatory pleasure. So, porn shops, out on first dates, Unless you know she gave you the heads up that it's going, it's on and cracking. If it's not, that's a tease. Movie theaters, you're gonna watch the movie. You're not really gonna have a chance to talk to each other. You may hold hands, you may whisper a couple of things, and you gotta worry about you know all this other stuff. Concession stands gonna be ridiculous as far as the pricing. The only thing you need is one baby in there, one asshole that won't turn his phone off, right? So, again, just like the concert, where you're gonna have time to talk when you go there and when you leave. The other thing too that happens in movie theaters that many of you don't know about, people fucking movie theaters. Yes, they do. I didn't think they did. I've had 
several friends who worked in the movie theaters would tell me about it. That's another thing. Also, sporting events. Again, like a concert, the event is more important than anything you can say to your partner and vice versa. And the worst way to waste your money is to go to an event, whether it's a sporting event or any other kind of event, and your partner's not interested in that event, but you are, and you paid the money. The way they look at it, this is your date, not our date. Don't be so pig-headed. You want somewhere first where you can get the filler out. As I told you, bookstore, coffee shop, something that doesn't require a lot that's between the two of you. We can have time together. Now, the other one, home. Why is home a bad idea? It could set the wrong expectations. She's like, oh, come over, I'm cooking you dinner. On a first date, if a woman does this to you on a first date, fellas, not guaranteed, but there's a good possibility she sees you in that environment as her man. Which means that if she's cooking for you, it's a possibility that she may go a little bit further. But don't push it. Let her lead. Most men, I don't recommend you invite a woman over on your first date. Even if you met somewhere else on the date, and then you want to show her your record collection or whatever, let it ride for a minute. Let her be the one to insist. Hey, you know what? I don't feel like going home. Let's go to your place. Then, much easier transition. Let her suggest it. Because, see, if you are really irresistible to her or she really likes you, wants to be with you, she has no problem making that suggestion. And you pretty much are in for a second date in most cases. But don't you go suggesting, oh, let me show you my CD collection or whatever. A lot of women don't like doing this because they think that what's going to happen is they walk through the door, you're going to put a padlock on the door, pull out a whip, and then put her in a cage. They're not going to feel comfortable. Let her express to you her level of comfort. As I told you before, the more a woman likes you, the less shit you'll have to go through. The less she likes you, the more hell you'll catch. That's the way it goes. Alright, now, this is, um, I see a lot of dating coaches suggest shit like this. Extreme sports. We're talking about the rock climbing. Don't, don't do that dumb shit on a first date. Please don't. Even if you guys are enthusiasts, don't do it on the first date. Get a chance to know each other a little bit better before you do something like that. Let me tell you something that happened years ago that I witnessed personally. 
when this was very popular in its infancy. When they were coming up with these rock climbing clinics. A lady that I knew went out on a date with a guy. And this guy was a regular there. He used to be a fitness instructor at this place and he didn't tell her this. Well, when they had this new rock climbing feature there, he was on a date with her and another woman showed up that he used to be like a physical trainer. And then before it was over with, about three women had come in there that knew him on a very personal level. A friend felt uncomfortable and so she kind of faded a bit and she said she couldn't wait. She got into the locker, got her stuff, got into the car and left him there. This is not a good thing. Not a good thing at all. Don't put yourself in that. Now, fast food restaurants. Now, remember I told you you go to a pizza parlor, ice cream parlor, donut shop, burger joint. You just want some time where the two of you can be together. Now, more than likely, they don't want you doing this in the article because of, you know, food spilling out. Um, maybe you got something between your teeth, that kind of thing. Superficial stuff. Doesn't matter as long as you two are intimate, close talking, exchanging ideas. And at some point, you're going to see your partner eat or drink. So that's something that you guys got to be comfortable with in public anyway, between the two of you. So this one, I don't agree with, but I do in a way. I'm kind of perplexed on it because some of you written in, I think two ladies have written in. One, uh, one left, no, both of them left a message as a matter of fact, where the guy took the lady to the drive-thru, had her dressed up. I mean, he was going to take her out to dinner and took her to the drive-thru at In-N-Out. That's fucked up. And the other one went to Burger King, I believe, and got the double whopper. The combo. Fellas, don't do no shit like that. You could meet her at a fast food restaurant where she could be casual, just like you. You guys can talk or whatever. Because you're just going to have the first meeting just to go get to know each other a bit to see if everything's legit. Because what this is, is just you're going to do a check. You're just checking this person out to see who they are, see if they're the person that was on the profile, to see if they have certain characteristics as they said they had, maybe to vet them, with the four categories of questions. Nothing too intense. And for her to see whether or not there's any kind of spark. And you can always go from there onward in whatever direction you guys prefer. But at least you're starting out small. You're not spending a lot of money. 
she's not under the expectation of you trying to sleep with her because you spent a lot of money on her. And in that sense, it makes the burden a lot lighter for you. The woman that wants the five-star restaurant and all that shit on the first date, as I told you before, she's broke. Because the woman who can afford it, guess what she doesn't have to do to the man that she's going for? She doesn't have to mention it. You know why? Because that's where they're more than likely meet for dinner anyway. These are women who are asking for this, for women who don't measure up to the standard that they're asking for. So you can filter them out real quick. I'm not going to no damn so-and-so. That's beneath me. I only go to five-star restaurants. Well, you shouldn't have to ask a man to take you to a five-star restaurant. You wouldn't be on this dating app looking for someone to take you to a five-star restaurant. You'd be hanging out where the single men who have these means would be. And apparently you're not in that circle. So you take your broke ass on and try to mingle with them if you want. They wouldn't even let you through the front door. All right. Let's go forward. Shopping mall. A lot of you young dudes get caught up in this shit. The problem with these shopping mall dates is that you have a lot of stores there, right? Some women will take it to the point where they say, oh, well, hell, since we're here, let me go on and get a few souvenirs from this date. Honey, let's go over here to uh, so-and-so and so-and-so. Let's go over here to this place. Let's go here to that place. And your dumb ass is going along Okay. And spending your money. Because she's more interested in the event of shopping and you paying for it. Or her even buying a dress or whatever and asking you how it looks on her. And she could very well be buying a dress or an outfit for the date that she has the next night. And you're nothing more than just a male consultant. And see, that's the risk you run with dates like these. And don't let her get to the point of being comfortable having you hold her purse. Just saying, fellas. And don't let her get something and then put it up on the counter. And she looks at you as to say, well, you're my man. Leave you in that fucked up position. Where now, especially if the cashier's female, she's looking at you like, what is your broke ass going to do? Pay for it or not? That's called cornering, fellas. And when a woman does that, she's doing this with the expectation of you paying. And what usually happens in most of our institutions when it comes down to a man being responsible for a woman, the man takes on the burden. We could just look back at some of the laws they had in the state of Utah as an example. A man's wife would go into a store because she could break anything she wanted to back in the 1800s. The man was the one responsible for paying for everything she broke. 
She walked away scot-free. They had that in a lot of states. Now, let's carry on. Camping trips. Now, this is close to some serial killer shit right here. Be very careful. Because what happens with these kind of dates, let's look at the things that you got to deal with that's against you. Nature. Animals that don't like you being in their territory. Sparse resources. And what is the premise of the relationship like what are you guys going to do you're going to spend a night out there or you're just spending a day camping now true enough you'll have intimacy in that it'll just be you the woods and the animal i don't know how much comfort a woman will find in that going on the first date with a guy out in the woods especially if she opens the trunk of the car and you got a shovel duct tape and some damn cheesecloth not a good idea. Most women are going to say thanks, but no thanks. It's the reason why I tell you ladies to drive your own vehicles. So you don't have to worry about the threat of something like this happening. Of him taking you out somewhere on a date, and then you're stranded and at his mercy. So, what this comes down to then, is that, you don't want to wind up like I did on one of my dates. She was a nature buff. Got my ass up there in the Angeles National Forest. We're going to spend the night out there. First date. Oh, we did some fucking. If that sleeping bag could talk. But let me tell you something. I never, hmm. I'll put it to you this way. I was scared shitless that night. You're hearing shit in the woods, running around. You're in a little fucked up tent. It wasn't a good, it wasn't a good feel. It wasn't a good look at all. And then she was musty too. Cause she had, Tried putting everything together. I'm sitting there helping her. But it was her idea. But we went on and I said to myself, uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Next morning, ants all over the damn place. Mm-mm. It was time to go. I don't recommend camping on the first date. Your experience may be different. So be it. Now, the other thing that we have to look at here, religious events. Church. I went through this experience personally. First date, lady told me she was going to take me to church. I was going to meet her congregation, which I did. Now, when I met this lady, she worked right across the hall from me at another company. And 
I thought this woman was very religious. Everything was Jesus and God. And she introduced me to the pastor in the congregation. And she was dressed rather conservatively as she normally dressed. I took her home, told me to come in. And I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna be a little boring. She goes out and pulls out the Crown Royal and the Jack Daniels and all. Oh, girl came, went in there, came back out naked. First thing came to my mind, hypocrite. But I'm gonna fuck the Jesus out of her tonight. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it was some sinful shit we did that night. I ain't gonna kid you. I already said to myself that day, well, I got a Southwest flight to hell, that's for sure. Might have to catch spirit, I don't know. But I would tell you this. That was some good pussy. I ain't gonna lie. But here's the thing. I know I shouldn't be laughing about this, but that was so many years ago. But here's the thing. She was a very sweet person, but I couldn't get past the hypocrisy. The duality of things. Because when I first met her the whole time, it was all about religion. That shit went out the door when we got to that house. It was a show. But I was like, okay, that's cool. The other that you'll deal with. Nightclubs. Now, here's the thing about nightclubs. Like with any other venue, it's okay to meet people there initially. It's not okay after you've met them elsewhere and bringing them to these environments for a first date. So if it's a chance meeting in a nightclub, that's all right. And fellas, the reason why I don't recommend you take your woman to a nightclub is because somebody's looking at her more than likely another guy that wants to fuck her and you have no idea and the minute you take your ass to the men's room or to the bar he's gonna try to figure out a way to get over there so he can either get her number or whisper in her ear your relationship is too fragile for that at that point hell as far as you know hell you get there and all of a sudden she takes off and you think she's gone to the damn ladies room or somewhere and she's on the other side of the club talking to some other dude get, gave him a number and all this shit. And so then she'll come back to you and say something because I've seen this done. You know, um, yeah, I'm really tired. I got to go to work tomorrow. Your dumb ass take her home. She calls old dude to come over. They fucking. And she's used you as the conduit to find someone else. Nightclubs, I don't recommend. All right. The next one. Family dinner. This one, fellas, especially you men, because usually women will invite men to this, and fellas don't ever invite a woman on a first date to a family meal, a family dinner. I know you want to show your new toy off, But let me tell you, there's a problem you have. And that problem is, 
they don't know her, you know they're going to ask questions, especially your mom. And it might make the young lady feel uncomfortable. You don't want to put her on the spot like that. And especially if you're not one of these guys that's not going to stand up and have her back just in case she start getting criticism. Ladies, don't do this shit with a man where you're going to have him go through your father. I got set up on one of these one time. Well, more than once. But one that I can specifically remember. The woman that bigged me up to her family and friends and everybody. And I get there and there's a whole damn congregation waiting for my ass. All of them got questions. Trying to verify shit she had told them, but she had lied to them and bigged me up more than I was. And then when I told the truth, she got mad at me. Because she was very poor at selecting men. And so she didn't want to lose this time. So she exaggerated. Family had to help her out of other situations she had been in. Baby daddies and all this other shit. Domestic violence. So be careful. Lastly, don't take her to a bar on the first date. Just don't do it. Of course, I did this once before. Learned my lesson valuably. Took a lady from Germany that I'd known to a bar over in San Bernardino over to Stuart Angus, Stuart uh, Anderson, Black Angus, right off of uh, Hospitality Lane there. And then we went next door to Bobby McGee's after dinner to the bar. And we were sitting there. And first date, since we started wanting to see each other. We had known each other for a while. And this white guy comes over and he's drunk. And he's just staring at her. Staring at Tina. And Tina's like, why is he looking at me like that? I said, I don't know. I think it's because he thinks he deserves you. He walks over to me and says, how did you get her? You're black. You're not supposed to have something that good in your life. Upon him saying that, this gentleman threw up on himself and fell face down forward on the floor. Passed out drunk. And at that point I realized, you know, taking a woman to a date at a bar on a first date is not a good thing. Maybe if I had known her a little bit better, I knew her as a friend, but when it came down to talking about relationships, we were in two different zones because we had never really looked at focusing on us. Learned my lesson. Learned my lesson. This will help you, folks. And one thing that I will tell you about all of these incidents that occurred, all of these situations that you may face, the one thing that I can truly tell you is these 25 or so bad dating ideas are valid. You can read the article over there on facebook.com backslash romantic truth. 
because they'll have the reasoning that they use. I had to experience many of these that I had to learn. And I will tell you, that first date, you want to be intimate, you want to be close, you want to be together, where you don't have that many distractions, if any, and you guys can talk to each other, communicate, find out whether or not it's worth a second date. And fellas, don't get offended if she says something like, well, maybe on our next date we could do a little bit better than Starbucks or something like that. Agree with her if you're game for the second date. There's nothing wrong with upgrading the venue on the second date. What you're looking for is for her to reject the first date at a coffee shop, ice cream parlor, pizza parlor, and all that. The reason why you're doing that is because that's saving you money. Because think about the risk, the odds of you taking this woman out, spending five or $600 on, on the first date, and it goes nowhere. There you are, short, wasting money. Or if it would have cost you $40 for that first date and it led to a second second date where you could go and have a better venue and you could gradually get a little bit more equity in the relationship, and I don't mean just sex, I'm talking about where you can see where it has the potential of going somewhere, and then you feel more comfortable in investing in her. But what you got to remember is a lot of these broke women want you to invest into them heavily first because they haven't invested in themselves. A lot of them have not gone and got careers. They have not got an education. Many of them are liabilities to other men. That's the reason why they're out there like that, begging for money to go to a damn five-star restaurant. The woman that can afford to go to a five-star restaurant won't even mention the word. They won't even make the suggestion. They don't have to. Because that is where they normally are. And they got to tell a man that? Well, that tells you right there about her decision-making skills to choose a, a man that would already be on that level. And again, let's go over it, fellas. You do not pay for nails. You do not pay for hair. You do not pay for pedicures. You do not pay for babysitters. You do not pay for cell phones. If they're telling you, well, you know, my cell phone will be cut off, so I don't know how we're going to communicate. Well, it looks like you got a problem. She should be able to pay her own bills. Minimum requirement. Minimum requirement. If she's coming to you for hotel money so she'll have a place to stay tonight, if she's here in Vegas, not your fucking problem. It really isn't. A lot of these women, when they're down on their ass and down on their luck, they go to dating sites in order to find a guy that's going to pick them up. You know, pretty much like some guys do when they first get out of prison, they go and try to get a fat girl and try to... Yeah, it's the same kind of concept. Just want you to know that. To help you out. Well, folks, I've been in your ear enough. I got to go. Because there's a hamburger that's waiting on me. So, I want you to take care. Have a wonderful day. And talk to you soon.
We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes, in the event for professional assistance. Please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.